Shalom to all. Today's office of Chagigadaf. Hey, we are starting the 10th line, the second word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas. Mars Miriam Sar, Basab Yaakov Maisha, her Nisham Shadavanulio, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yechmil Mordechai, Ben Rabchayim, his Nisham Shadavanulio. And the Gemara continues, Rabbi Yechon Kibatil Hai Kro, and Rabbi Yechon reached the following Pasak Bachi, he would cry. The Pasak says, Vatisani by Lavali Chinam, and you incited me to destroy him for no reason. This Hashem referring to the Sultan inciting him to punish Eov. And Rabbi Yechon commented, Evit Rabbi Messis and Loi, and Evit that his master is incited against him, Venises, and he allows himself to be incited. Takana Yeshla, is there a remedy for that Evit? And Rabbi Yechon Kibati Lai Krabachi, when Rabbi Yechon reached the following Pasuk, he would cry. The Pasuk says, Hain Bigdashav Lai Yamin, he does not have faith in his Kudashim. And Rabbi Yechon said, E Bigdashav Lai Yamin, if he doesn't have faith in his Kudashim, so Baman Yamin, who does he have faith in? But then, Yoimachad, one day, Havaka Azalbaruch, Rabbi Yechon was going along the way. Chazil, who got Rabbi Yechon, he saw a person who was picking figs from a tree. Shavak Hanach de Matu, Vishakal Hanach de Matu. He was leaving the ones that were ripe, and he was picking the ones that weren't ripe. So Amrlai, Rabbi Yechon told this person, Lav Hani Malan Tve, aren't these better? Why aren't you picking the ones that are ripe? So Amrlai, the person told him, Hani Lurcha Bainalu, I need these for a journey to go along the way. Hani Natron, Hani Loi Natron, these are going to keep for longer. The ones that are not ripe are going to last longer. So Amr, Rabbi Yechon commented, Hainu Dechsev, that's understanding the Pasuk, Hainu Dechsev Layamin. What does that mean? Is that we have a person who's a perfect tzaddik and he's very young. Hashem says, you know, I don't trust that later on he's not going to turn to do bad things, so I'm just going to take him now. I'm going to have him die early so that he could die as a perfect tzaddik. And that's what it means. As the Gemara, any is that really so? There was a Talmud that he lived in the neighborhood of Rabbi Alexandri, and Meshachavad Zutar, he died when he was young. And Amr, Rabbi Alexandri said, if he would have improved his ways, he would have lived. And if it's really true the way Rabbi Yechon understood the Pasuk, perhaps he's one of the people that fits that Pasuk and he was a perfect tzaddik and that's why he died young and it's not true that he should have improved his ways. Perhaps he was a perfect tzaddik. So the more answers, no, Rabbi Alexandri knew that he was a person that rebelled, that was disrespectful against his Rebbeim and he should have improved his ways and that's why he died. He didn't die because he was a perfect tzaddik. And Rabbi Yechon Kimati Lahai Krabachi, another Pasuk Rabbi Yechon would cry when he reached. The Pasuk says, and I'm going to draw near to you for judgment, and I'm going to be a swift witness against you, against the people that are sorcerers and adulterers, and those that swear falsely, and those that withhold the wages that they owe someone that did work for them. And his comment was, and evident that his master brings him to judgment and swiftly testifies against him. Is there a remedy for him? And Amr B'yechem commented on this Pasuk, woe to us that this Pasuk equates that which is light and heavy. The Pasuk talks about the him, the adulterers and the sorcerers, and that a person is going to be chayv misa for doing. And the pasuk also talks about people that withhold wages of someone who did work for them, and that's much lower on the scale. But nonetheless, they're equated. And Omar Shlakish, Shlakish commented on this pasuk: Anyone that twists or bends the din of a ger, it's as if he twisted the din of Hashem. Shem of the pasuk says umate ger, and umate ksev. If it's written without nekudos, we could read it as umate, as if we are twisting Hashem's judgment. Mati meaning twisting my judgment, referring to Hashem's judgment. However, now we have a positive spin on this pasuk. Anyone that does something bad, but then he regrets it, he's forgiven right away. Shanamar the Pasuk says, He did not fear me. However, if he did fear me, so then they will be forgiven right away. And Rabbi Yechon Kibati Lahai Krabachi, and Rabbi Yechon reached the following Pasuk, he would cry. The Pasuk says, For every deed, Hashem is going to bring to judgment, I'll call Nelam regarding every hidden thing. So his comment was, A servant that his master weighs something done, just like something done, does he have a remedy? The Pasuk says, I'll call Nalam, and over here we're understanding the word Nalam to be something which was hidden from him, meaning even he didn't realize he did it wrong, but nonetheless Hashem is going to judge him for that. How does he have a remedy? Now, my Al Nalam, how else can we understand this Pasuk of Al Kal Nalam? This referring to a person who killed a louse in front of his friend, his friend was disgusted by it, he's going to give judgment for that. Ushmul Amrshmul says, This is referring to a person spitting in front of his friend, and he was disgusted by it, he's going to give judgment for that. Now, my, what's understanding of the continuation of the Pasuk that says, 
whether for the good or for the bad, implying that a person is going to give judgment even if he does good. So Amr the Bey Rabbi Yana, the send the best measure of Yana, is a nice and stuck a lot before Hesio. This is referring to giving stuck to a poor person, but he gave it to him in public. Kihad Rabbi Yana, Chazil who gave Rabbi Yana saw a person to koyav zuz a lot before Hesio that he gave a zuz to a poor person in public. And Amr Leir Rabbi Yana told him a motiv the loy obviously mahash to the obviously of the kasafte. It's better that you wouldn't have given him that money rather than have given it to him like you did now and embarrassed him. So even though he did a good act, at the end of the day he embarrassed him, so he's going to give Din Vachajman for that. And the Bayer of Shila, Amri the Bayer of Shila explained, this is referring to giving Staka to a woman in private, to because now he's bringing her to be suspected of doing something improper. And Rava, Amr Rava explains, this is referring to someone sending a piece of meat to his wife, Arif Shabbos, and that piece of meat did not have proper nikr done to it, it did not have all the forbidden fats taken out of it. And since it's Arif Shabbos, she's going to be rushed, she's just going to throw it in the pot and cook it up, and they're going to end up eating something that's usher. Ask the Gemara Rava Meshagar, Rava himself used to send such a piece of meat to his wife. So he answered, Shani Basar Chizda, the Kimle Begaveda Bekia, the daughter of Chizda, who was the wife of Rava, he knew that she was an expert and he knew that he could send her such a piece of meat and that she would make sure to have all the forbidden fats taken out of it. And Rabbi Yechon and Kimati Lahai Krabachi and Rabbi Yechon reached the following Pasak, he would cry. The Pasak in the Techacha says, It will be when many evils will have befallen him. And his comment was, In Evid that his master brings about these terrible things to befall him, is there a Takana for him? Now, my Rais Vitsaris, why do we have this double ashan of rice and tsaris? So Amar Rav, Rais Shinasa Tsaris Zulazu. This is referring to evil things will befall him that become tsaris, they become rivals to each other. Kigan Zibur Vakrava. For example, he's gonna be bitten by a wasp and a scorpion. The remedy for one is the exact opposite than for the other, and it's actually not good to have such a remedy. The Gemara says that if a person is stung by a wasp, that he should put on a cold compress, and actually hot compress would be bad for him. And if a person is stung by a scorpion, he should put on a hot compress, whereas a cold compress would be bad for him. And over here, a person has these rivaling tsaris because he's going to be stung by both a wasp and a scorpion and there's no way out of it. Ushmul Amr Shmuel says, This is referring to a person who's accustomed to giving money to a poor person when he's really stuck, when he's stuck between a rock and a hard place. He should be giving money to this poor person way before he gets to that stage because now he could take this money and find good deals and be able to buy a lot of good things for himself. Whereas if he's giving money to this poor person when he's really stuck and when he really, really needs food, so then he has to go to the local neighborhood Makolet and pay much higher prices for food and that's not really a benefit to this Ani. And Amr Rava, he says, this is understanding of the line that people say, that to have a Zuz to buy grain is not common. You're not able to find it even though grain is at a good price. But you will find money when it's at a stage of Talisa, meaning when a person's really, really stuck and they really need food, they're going to find money, but they're not going to be able to get their money's worth out of it because they're going to have to go and buy much more expensive food because they're very stuck and they have to buy food right now. And now that we quoted a Pasuk, we're going to continue with that. The Pasuk tells and my anger is going to flare up at them on that day. And I'm going to abandon them. And hide my face from them. He says, Anyone that doesn't have Hester Panim, meaning that Hashem didn't hide his face from them, he's not from them, meaning he's not a Yid. And anyone that didn't have the continuation of the Pasuk, and you'll be for the consumption of the nations, meaning the nations are going to come and take your money. Anyone that doesn't have that Pasuk applied to them, he's not considered a Yid. You do not have this Pasuk of Hester Panim or applied to you because you never had the Gaim take away your money. Amalui told him, Do you know how much money I send in private to the house of Shvar Malka, which was the king? I give them tons of money in private, so of course they're taking my money. But Afilu Hachi, even though he explained himself, Yavu Be'erabana and Nayu, they placed their eyes against him, meaning they gave him some sort of Ayin Hara and Adahachi. In the meantime, Shadr Dvei Shvar Malka, Vigarbehu, a troop of soldiers was sent from Shvar Malka, and they actually looted him and they plundered him. And Amar Rava said, Hainu this is understanding the Bray, so Amar Shem Ben Gamliel, Anytime the Chamin placed their eyes against someone, that brings about either death or poverty, and that happened with me. And the Bible continues, And I shall surely hide my face.
face on that day. And Amar Rav, Rav explains that Pasuk, Amar Gosh Baruch Hashem says, Even though I did hide my face from them, I will speak to him in a chaloim, in a dream. The Pasuk says, I'm going to hide my face from them on that day, but at night Hashem will speak to us. And Rav Yosef, Amar Rav Yosef says, Hashem's hand is still outstretched over us to take care of us. Shem, the Pasuk says, And in the shadow of my hand I covered you. And now a story about this. Rabbi Shubin Chananya have a koi kesar. Rabbi Shubin Chananya, he was in the Caesar's house. He was actually in front of the Caesar. There's a certain api kairas who motioned him. motioning. He motioned him. You're a nation that Hashem turns his face away from you. And the way that he motioned that was by turning his face away. So Achvilei, Rabbi Shubin Chananya motioned back to him. Don't worry, Hashem's hand is still outstretched over us. Now I'm like the Rabbi Shua. The Caesar told Rabbi Shua because he noticed that there was some sort of exchange going on. My what did he motion to you? So Rabbi Shubin Chananya answered him. There were a nation that Hashem turned his face away. And I motioned him in exchange. That Hashem's hand is still outstretched over us. Now Amrulehu they asked that Apikaris, my what did you motion to him? So he said, that they are a nation that Hashem turns his face away from them. And Umay what did he show you? They asked him. He says, I actually don't know what he motioned to me. Amrulay said, a person that doesn't know what they're motioning to him in secret and in private, he has the audacity to start motioning in front of the king. They took him out and they killed him. And was about to die. Amrulay Rabban asked him, what are we going to do about all the Apikarsim? You're the one that always knew how to answer them, but after you die, we're not going to have anyone that knows how to answer them. Amrulami told him, and no worries. The Pasuk says, of the When advice has been lost from the children, so their wisdom has turned bad. Which means, once the children lost their wisdom and they don't have a way to answer the questions being asked to them, so now all the wisdom of the Umas of all the Gaim is going to turn bad and they're not going to have any questions to ask that cannot be answered. Alternatively, we can learn from the following Pasuk by Yomer, and he said, meaning, Esav, I told Yaakov, travel on and go, and I'm going to go next to you. So we see from here that the Umas HaOlam always go hand in hand with Kala Yisrael, but they never have anyone which is greater that can best a Yid in an argument. And back to our previous topic of Ilah HaVasag, Badagad Bey Rav Barshila, Rav Ilah was on the steps of the Esmerish of Rav Barshila, Shamal Yenuga to Havakakari, he heard a child that was saying the following Pasuk, Kihina Yitzharim, behold, he forms mountains, Ubari Ruach, and creates wind, Umagid Adam Masechai, and he tells a person what his conversation is. Amar, he commented, Evit Shirabi Magid Loi Masechai, and Evit, that his master is going to tell him what his conversation is. Takani Yeshlai, does he have any remedy? Now, Ma Masechai, what does that mean? He's going to be told what his conversation is. So Amar Rav, even a small conversation in between a husband and his wife, an extra conversation that they're having right before Tashmish is going to be told to him. He's going to be held accountable for it at the time that he dies. The Gemara asks, is that really so? But Rav Kahana Havagani to say Puri Rav. Rav Kahana hid underneath the bed of Rav because he wanted to learn how to have Tashmish properly. V'shamei and he heard it. that Rav first spoke and then he laughed. He made a bunch of jokes and then he had Tashmish. And Amar Rav Kahana commented, Dami Pumi Rav Kamad Tom Tavshila. It sounds to me that you've never tasted a dish before. It seems to be that you've never had Tashmish before. So Amar Rav told him, Kahana Paik, you have to go out. Lav Arach Ara. It's not proper to be in the room. But either way, we see that Rav Kahana was very loose with his words at the time of Tashmish. Whereas we just said before that a person should be very careful with his words. So the answer is like, Hash, there's no problem. One's talking about where he has to appease her, so then he should definitely talk to her a lot. But one is where he does not have to appease her, so then he should be very careful with his words. And the Pasuk continues, If you do not listen, my soul is going to cry out in secret. Because of haughtiness. And Hashem has a place which is called Mistarm, and that's where he cries. What's the understanding of the Pasuk? Because of haughtiness. So Amram Shmuel Bar Yitzchak, is actually referring to the exaltedness of Kalah Yisrael, who was taken from them, and it was given to the Gayim. He says, This is referring to the exaltedness of Machos Shemaim, which was taken away. Is there actually crying in front of Hashem? There's no sadness in front of Hashem.
Shenemar the Pasuk says, Hide Vahadir Lafanov, there's Hide and Hadir in front of him. Eyes Vahadir Mkaimai, there's Eyes and Chedva in his place. So we answer like Hash, there's no problem. In the inner chambers of Hashem, there's crying. Only in the outer chambers, there's always happiness. As the Gemara, even in the outter chambers, there's no crying. Vaksev, it says in the Pasuk, Vayikra Hashem, Hashem Tzavak is Bayumahu. Hashem called out on that day, referring to the day of the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. Lebechi Lemisbeit, it's a day of crying and eulogizing. Ulakarcha and baldness. Vlach Karsak and for putting on sackcloth. So we see that even in the outer chambers of Rakhash Baruch there's crying. So we answer, Shani Chorim Beis Hamikdash. The day of the destruction of Beis Hamikdash is different. Tafilu Malachi Shalom Bachu. Even the angels of peace cried. Shemar the Pasuk says, Hener Elam Tzaku Chutza for their Mizbeach. They cried on the outside. Malachi Shalom Mariv Kayun. The angels of peace cried bitterly. And the Pasuk continues, Vidamaya Tidma and I shall surely cry. Vitered Eni Dima and my eyes are going to drip with tears. Kinishba Eder Hashem for the flock of Hashem was taken captive. Am Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Lazar says, Shalosh Dimas Halal Ulama. Why is it that we have these three lishayinus of crying in the pasuk? Achas Hamikdash Rishon one is for the first base of Mikdash. Achas Hamikdash Sheni one is for the second base of Mikdash. Achas Al Yisrael Shagolim Kaimon and one is on Klai Yisrael that they were exiled from their place. Vikadami. Some say Achas Al Bittol Tyra. This last one is actually on Bittol Tyra that now Tyra is not being able to be learned properly. So the Gemara asks Bishlim and Mandar Mal Yisrael Shagolim. We understand according to this Mandar Amar that this third tier is for Klai Yisrael that they were exiled from the place. Hanyudachsev. That's because the pasuk says Kinishba Eder Hashem that the flock of Hashem was taken captive. El Mandar Mal Bittol Tyra. My Kinishba Eder Hashem. According to Mandar Amar that the reason for this tier is because of Bittol Tyra. What does that have to do with the flock of Hashem being taken captive? So we answer, Since they were exiled from their place, that's the greatest Bittal Tyre when they're not able to sit and learn in peace. And Tanarban, we have a Brisa. There's three people Hashem cries over them every single day. On a person who's able to learn Tyre and he doesn't learn. And for a person that's not able to learn Tyre because of all the suffering that he has, but nonetheless he still learns Tyre, Hashem is sad because he has to go through all the suffering. And Valparnas Hamzgal at Sibur, over a leader who exalts himself over the Tzibur, Hashem cries over that person as well. And Rebbe Havanakit Sefer Kinus, Rebbe was holding a Sefer Kinus with a Karbi and he was reading it. And Kimatel Hai Psuko, when he reached the following Pasuk, Hishlech Mishamayim Aretz, that he threw down from Shemayim to the ground, Nafal Minyade, this Sefer Kinus actually fell from his hand. Amar, he commented, Me'igur Rom Libira Mikta, from a really high place all the way until a deep pit. And a story, Rebbe Rebbe Chia Havishaki Vazaburcha, Rebbe and Rechia were going along the way. Kimatel Ahumasa, when they came to a certain town, Amri, they asked, Ikatsur Rabban Hacha, is there Tamar Chacham over here? Nazel Vinikbal Ape, we're going to go and greet him. Amri, they said, Ikatsur Rabban Hacha, there is a Tamar Chacham here, Uma Ari Naimhu, but he has a lot of light in his eyes, which is a euphemism for being blind. He's blind. So Amalei Rebchiel Rebbe, Rebchiel told Rebbe, Tiv at, you should stay over here. Light says Azabin Asiyuscha, you shouldn't degrade the fact that you're a Nasi, Ezla Anova Akbal Abhe, I'm going to go and I'm going to go greet him. But Takfei, he overcame him, meaning Rebbe did not listen to him, and he went along with Rebchiel. Kafim Mifshir Mine, when Rebbe and Rebchiel were taking leave of his blind Tamar Chacham, Amalei, he told them, Atemik Batim Pan Mahanirim Veinim Rayin, you greeted a face which is seen but cannot see because I'm blind, so I can't see you. So Tisku Lachakbal Pan Mahanirim Veinim Nirin, you should be zeched to greet a face which sees but is not seen, meaning you should go to Elam Haba and you'll be zeched to greet the Shechina. So Amr Lei Rebbe turned to Rebchia and told him, Iku Hashta, had I now listened to you, Menat and Mehai Brichasa, I would have been withheld from this bracha if I wouldn't have come with you. Now Amr Lei, they asked him, Miman Shmilacha, where did you hear this from? Meaning, where did you hear that such a great thing to go greet a Talmud Chacham? So he answered them, Pirkei Rabbi Yaakov Shmili, I heard it from Rabbi Yaakov. The Rabbi Yaakov is Kvarchitai Havamak Be'ape to Rabbi Kol Yoyma. Rabbi Yaakov, who's from Kvarchitai, used to greet his Rebbe every single day. Kikash, when he got old, Amr Lei, so his Rebbe told him, you shouldn't come to because it's very hard for you. Amr Lei, he told him, that which is written about the Rabbanin, Vichi Adla Netzach, and he's going to live forever. Lo Yirashachas, he's not going to see Gehenim. Ki Yirachacham Yemusu, for he has seen wise men die. And what do we learn from here? Umah Harachacham Misas and Yicha, someone who sees a Chacham even after he died, he's going to live. Bechayen Alachas Kam Vakama, if a person goes to greet a Chacham, if he goes to see a Chacham while he's alive, Alachas Kam Vakama, he's given bracha. And another story, Rav Idi, who was Avuadur of Yaakov Idi, he was the father of Yaakov Idi, have a ruggle to have a Azal Tlasi Yarchi Urcha. He used to go along the way for three months. It took him three months to get to the base Madrash. And he was only able to stay in the base of for 
one day because he had to turn around and come back home so he would make it back home in time for Sukkot. And the Rabbanu would call him, he's the Tamar Chacham, he's the one that goes to be a for only one day. And Chalosh Daite had Chalisha Zadas because of this. And Karyanafshe, he said about himself, I'll be as one who's a laughing stock for his friends. Now, Amrle Rabbiachan Rabbiachan told her, I beg of you, do not punish these Rabbanan. Do not be upset because if you're upset, they're going to get punished because of that. And Nafak Rabbiachan, the Bayim Joshua Darsh, Rabbiachan went out to the Bayim and he darshaned. The Mosak says, And they seek me every single day. And they desire to know my ways. So we ask, do people only desire, do people only seek Hashem during the day and not at night? The Pasuk is telling you, if a person learns Torah only one day a year, but that's the only day of the year he was able to learn, the Pasuk treats it as if he learned Torah the entire year. And the same thing works when it comes to punishment. The Pasuk says, like the number of days you spied the land. Because of the Chet and the Meraglim, they went spying out Eretz Yisrael and they said negative things about Eretz Yisrael, their punishment was that they're going to wander around the desert for 40 years. And that's the amount of time they spied out Eretz Yisrael for. So the Gemara asks, Did they sin for 40 years? They were walking around Eretz Yisrael only for 40 days, not 40 years. It's coming to tell you, If a person does an Aveira even one day of the year, as if he was over that Aveira the entire year, so it's 40 years for 40 days. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.